0: faces this morning in uh houston new york happy faces i think across the board although who knows if they'll be happy in a year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what i mean like we'll see but anyhow uh, happy uh draft weekend everyone living the good life show live from uh Cowboys territory here unfortunately but I do love living in Dallas. Boy Stephen A. Smith was really laughing it off with the Cowboys. How about that first round pick just swooped by the uh, Buffalo Bills. (laughs) We're gonna bring out Ryan Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast. How you doing man?
1: I mean, I thought you guys were getting excited just about the NFL music. There's nothing better than football music (laughs) in the spring, slow motion, fat guys, warming up guys, catching balls, slow motion on Instagram. Oh Yeah. Yeah, The draft is great. You get to hear about, I mean, we got everything, right? We got trade-ups, we got prospects falling. And uh, of course we got a bunch of teams drafting their guys, right? Yeah. A-plus. Yeah. A-plus from the fan base.
0: A few unpredictables happened last night, as everybody was predicting. So, yeah, well, let's knows? talk about the first round here this week, just because the anticipation was was there, and a lot of predictions were taking place. And, you know, I don't know if they were rumors, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And certainly, you know, would you say the top three quarterbacks came off the
1: board? Uh, You know, very interesting Uh, coming up to the draft, there was all sorts of movement, right? It started out with, well, CJ Stroud's the guy, Frank Reich likes tall guys. He's the guy. He was a massive betting favorite. And then the news started coming out that, nope, he's not the guy. The guy is Bryce Young. And then he became the massive betting favorite. This is where it got weird. Then you heard all the Will Levis stuff. All of a sudden, CJ Stroud, not the clear number two guy. Maybe it's Anthony Richardson. And then you heard Will Levis was going to be the guy to the point where Will Levis was a massive favorite to be the number two overall pick hours before the draft. So once again, I mean, we saw this last year, just information was wrong. Teams are getting better about misinformation and, and getting it out there as far as the right guys getting drafted. Look, had the Texans skipped a quarterback there and waited, they probably could have gotten a guy, but that would have taken some serious onions. And the fact that they went and got their guy probably, I mean, think about it, right? We always talk about CJ Stroud was the number two guy when we stopped playing football. And then there's all the off season stuff. So I think they probably drafted the right guy here. He has the size, the pedigree. And frankly, if you're Houston, you had to take a quarterback. Cause boy, you would have been answering a lot of questions overnight. If you skipped that position,
0: wouldn't they have, I mean, look at what if, right? I mean, what are we going to play the what if game? But, I, you know, I don't understand why Will Levis did not get picked. Medical issues. Is the, I mean, is that really the issue? Because the Texans could have got, I think, a I, better, you know, defensive player, let's say, I and I then maybe go a, Will later. I don't think he's 100% physical. I don't know.
1: What do you think, Ryan. I, I think this is what happened. I think that Will Levis was always going to be a prospect that that tantalized people with his flat-footed throws, his his ability to he had the best, he has arguably the best arm. Here's the problem, he's a weird guy, right? He lost out at Penn State to Sean Clifford. It was very noted and you don't really know why so you kind of are left feeling well that's interesting if he's a clear top prospect in the NFL you should be able to beat out Sean Clifford so then he goes to Kentucky and he doesn't necessarily perform well mm-hmm. and there's excuses on the offensive line but then you find out like he's just a weird guy and you find out he's <laughs> weird in ways that like NFL teams are concerned about so there were more than one NFL team was on record as saying they were concerned about what he would be like in the locker room considering he He's deathly afraid to dairy, for example, um, you seen the video of him, to, to he's dairy. afraid of dairy. Yeah. He's afraid of dairy. He likes putting mayonnaise in his coffee, which he claims was a stunt after the fact he likes uh, eating bananas with the peel on. And what really <laughs> I think concerns some teams is that he apparently, so if you, if you watch the Mannings kind of do their like uh, quarterback interview sessions, one of the things he asked the Mannings, Will Levis, was how do you mon- how do you monetize yourself during the season? That's an interesting question. Also, has nothing to do with playing football. So, if the fact that he was the guy that to to, to drop it does kind of make sense uh, because when you sprinkle it all in and you realize that Anthony Richardson, he like Will Levis at some point, I think people thought he was going to be the unicorn in the draft, and in reality, that unicorn was Anthony Richardson, and I don't think. You had enough people thinking Will Levis was of that same class to take him. Now, what's interesting is how all these teams smokescreened. They liked him. They knew. The NFL has known for some time that Will Levis was not going to be a guy because all of the top teams smokescreened that they were going to take Will Levis to try to get people off the scent.
0: Let let me – look, at. I'm not at all all really that impressed with this year's quarterbacks anyways. I feel bad because I think Bryce Young's a good kid. Um, They probably all are. But – Look at. I come from the old school. Like, I just, if I was a coach in the NFL, I'm just, I, I don't like sh- shorter quarterbacks. I just don't like it. I feel like Daniel Jones can run circles around these guys. And everyone, some people who are haters, you can hate all you want. But it's the truth, and I don't care what anyone says. You know, I just, you know, there's very few quarterbacks that are that successful in the NFL who can't throw it, you know, when they're right in the center of, of uh, the line. You know what I mean? I don't of, know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. There was a lot of talk on, you know, him throwing from his toes a lot. And <laughs> yeah, you know, at the end of the day, he played at the highest level. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you're basically saying he has to be an edge case and we don't like to project edge cases, right? Like we don't, we shouldn't be projecting the next Tyree kill because Tyree kill is just the anomaly. Totally. And so for Bryce young, there is a chance he's the anomaly. He's been at the top of his class since he was a little kid. So, Look, at some point you have the Cam Newton treatment, which is if you keep just being the best guy, maybe you are really good. And I would throw out a stat for you. Drew Brees had uh, two passes uh, deflected in in college being a short.
0: Yeah, but it's also Uh, Drew Brees. I mean, like, Young only
1: had three. So I I I guess my my counter argument would be, as I personally dove into these quarterbacks, my take was similar to yours. Okay, I think this class is very depressed. It has some fun projects. Yeah. Uh, but I do. I did walk away thinking Bryce Young is very clearly the best guy, even though he's small, and even though I how they get off listing him at 205 pounds is beyond me. We had some some of our guys were at the combine, no more than a buck seventy. No, that's what we're here. That's a big difference. <laughs> um, look at I mean there there are
0: some good good grades I think from round one. Um, would have I I would have loved to have Witherspoon, but what's your take on the Giants now? on uh, their particular uh, defensive back. Uh, I think it's a winning a winning draft pick, but what's your opinion?
1: Yeah, so uh, as the draft was happening, obviously the receivers, none of them coming off the board until like five picks before the Giants and then all four coming off the board. The trade-up, it seemed very clear the entire process. We even talked about this. I didn't think they were going to go wide receiver. I thought they were going to de- go defense, and I thought it was going to be a cornerback. And so, when it got to the pick, I thought it was going to be Branch, Mm -hmm. Porter, or Banks. Okay. And Banks kind of fits the way that Joe Shane has been drafting. He has the athletic profile. He's a little bit younger. Yeah. Uh, He he kind of popped younger. And guess what? What did he play at Maryland? He played a lot of man press. What does Wink Martindale want his cornerbacks to do? Exactly. Play man press. And so, I think all you have for me again, I trust this new staff. They're yeah. smart. I don't know if you caught it, but they built a fully digital draft, room, which was pretty yeah. cool to not yeah. be the team with the magnets and the guys with the ladders moving them around Spending all them analog. Dough. But, but I, I, I think when you see the way that wink Martindale celebrated that pick, that's all I got to see that that's the guy they wanted. They, they felt strongly enough that he was a big enough gap over branch and Porter to trade up, to make sure they got him. And so I have to, I have to have faith. I think you can't be mad about drafting a cornerback with that kind of speed, no, four three uh, five at the combine, forty two inch
0: vertical. They're one hundred percent right, and that's a G G-man pick. I mean, we've always been known to be a very, very good defensive team, although we've had some tough years. But that's called building uh, an empire yet again, and I'm excited about it. I, I think we're set basically with receivers i think we need to get someone maybe later in the draft and, and as a flyer but maybe an off-season free agent is still opportunity. you know maybe a trade we'll see what happens but let's talk about other winners here you know look at lamar jackson got his got his deal he got his he got paid a lot of guaranteed five years over 180 guaranteed right so Obviously, that's a big thing and now it comes to fruition. everything comes like everything makes more sense. Odell signing now Lamar's there um you know, they put some pieces together they got flowers uh, on the in the first round now pretty good. I mean it's a solid receiving core. I don't know or is it gonna get dark soon enough? Black and blue division. I like Detroit and I like the Bears. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, Ryan? very,
1: very interesting. We, we participate over here in a mock draft competition where all the experts, like all the guys you watch, Dane Bruegler and Lance Zerloin, and they all submit their mock drafts. And one of the areas that sh- uh, my co-host Sean and I disagreed a ton was on the Ravens. He thought for sure they were going to go defense. In fact, I think he might've mocked Deontay banks to him. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way part of the part of Lamar resigning is going to be getting a receiver here. I, I thought absolutely this was going to be the trick. And, and it turned out to be one of the few picks that Sean got wrong is he, he nailed, he won the mock draft competition, but yeah, I, I think this was a great, I mean, this was always going to happen. I think last we talked, you, you, you asked me, when are we going to see the, the rest of these moves go down? And it was like, Oh draft. That's when everyone's in the same room. That's when everyone's there. So it made sense. I think, you know, good for Lamar. There was a point there where we also heard that they were trading for Deandre Hopkins. So it does seem yeah. like they're trying to show him. They care. They show him they're making the commitment. And if I'm a Ravens fan, obviously I'm stoked. Lamar's back. That's all that matters.
0: I'm not going to end this interview with you without talking uh, Cowboys just because we love talking about this. And you saw Jerry Jones and Son and Coach and just the whole room. And, you know, yeah, they put a nice show on. They were thrilled. Look, it's a good pick. I don't think it's, it's a bad pick. It's a great pick. Micah Parsons looked thrilled. But, I mean, was, was the rumor completely just a rumor? Or did they really think – were they really maybe trying to get that, you know, other Dalton, if you will?
1: I, I think they, I do think they would have taken Kincaid if he was there. I, I think that that's probably my, that's probably my take. I, I, that being said, I, this is the right, it's annoying to me. This is the correct pick oh, though. This was a good, this pick. is the good, this is a good pick for the Cowboys. Yeah. I will say their draft war room it had vibes of like uh star Wars uh, <laughs> evil empire but, uh, I, Mozzie, oh, this is exactly what they needed. They need a run stuffer. Yeah. Um, he, he was one of the guys who very clearly should be a first round talent and, uh, you know, worst of luck to the Cowboys, but I, I love the pick.
0: Yeah. Well, the, no more quarterback sneaking against the Cowboys, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. No Go more ahead, quarterback talk with the, uh, jets. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, come on the jets. Now it doesn't look bad. The team looks pretty good, but I don't know if I'm all that impressed. Who won that? Who won that trade,
1: Ryan? Oh, I think, I think 100% the Packers won the trade. Anytime you're giving up a first rounder, any, anytime you're giving up any draft equity for a guy who has openly said he might retire next year, I think the Packers are winning. Now it's not going to seem that right way, right uh, right away. Uh, Uh, It's going to seem like, Oh wow, this Jets team might be competitive. That being said, I, there couldn't, I, I am looking forward to fading the Jets this year. I, the Jets as a franchise find ways to screw it up. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers coming over here late has shades of old Brett Favre. I think they're going to be competitive, but you look at what he entered. He left the conference with very few clear cut stud filled teams. Yeah. And now he's in a gauntlet where they could be the eighth best team and it wouldn't be that bad and they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Shall see. We shall see. I'm excited now for the coming weeks
0: because there's going to be some movement, man. Um, definitely where is Deandre Hopkins going to land? You know, that's a question. Um, I don't know. There's other
1: guys just like that. It could be good times for your Rams over there as, uh, maybe will Levis falls to them in the second round. Interesting. Speaking of quarterbacks. Wouldn't be a bad move. Yeah.
0: Thank you for remembering me. Look at Ryan. Look at Ryan making you feel a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Remembering I still love the Rams. You're still in a depression. As As a
1: Los Angeles uh, native here now at this point, it is important to represent one. You know what's funny? (laughs) I I guess KTLA, a channel in Los Angeles. Yeah. Had a draft special on. It was not the Chargers draft special. It was not the Rams draft special. It was the Raiders draft special. Wow. wow. That, that's the state of football in Los it Angeles doesn't right end.
0: now. Thanks for everything, man. Ryan Kramer, Sports Gambling Podcast. Check them out. We'll catch you next week on The Flip, man.
1: Enjoy the day. You too.